0: Welcome to the Carmen Murray Show, where we have conversations about 21st century business and culture. Here in the Murray Den, we'll open a window into a world of things that intrigue and inspire, share stories of excitement, hope, bravery, courage, and resilience. And now, from the Solid Gold Studios, let's level up lean in and get Murray with your host, Carmen Murray, as we let curiosity lead us down new paths. Hey,
1: hey, hey, hey,
2: FutureBit Tribe, how are you doing today? I am super excited. We actually had a very different schedule to publish podcasts and then I saw these two guys rocking it and I was like, hang on, we have to get them on the show. So without further ado, we have Danny Kay and Cabello in the house. Yo, 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 yo. <gasps> Booyah. Booyah. Oh,
3: wait, isn't this supposed to be like a crowd cheering effect?
2: Like, yo, what's happening? Somewhere. <laughs> okay, there you go. All right. Booyah. I'm very protective over Cynthia and France who works with us. They're from Zimbabwe and they're like family. Recently i'm going through this whole big transformation i've lost all this weight but it's also business coaches and life coaches and all of this stuff because of the book that i'm writing so i threw out half of my wardrobe i only have 20 percent left so i gave her the 80 percent and i said to her go and sell all of this stuff and this will pay hopefully for the school fees for your three children for the next six months or year and we're always trying to create opportunities anyway So they decided, France decided he's going to go home to go and pay the school fees and to go and see his kids that they don't get to see often. And as they got to the toll gate and this whole xenophobic thing that started going off again, they got to the toll gate and the whole bus on its way to Zimbabwe um, got stopped. Men with guns came out and they robbed them of all of their papers. They robbed them of all their money. And they robbed them of all their clothing and all the stuff that they're taking home to the family. I actually want to get – I get very emotional when I think about it. But he was trying to fight them face deaf in the eye. And he got stabbed in the back. And he's a gardener. And he can't use his left arm. And when I saw that, I was like, you know what? There's so many things that we stand for. But there's so much crap going on out there that you can't just – Complain about or call one thing out. There's so many things that need to be called out. And the only way that we're going to make a difference and be the change is to get out of the cheap seats and get into the arena and start fighting for these things. And then when I saw the voice, the song that you guys have done that went so viral in South Africa a few years ago and you played it again and you said it couldn't be more relevant. I was like, that is exactly it and um, the funny thing is my business says be the voice of the customer and I want to be the voice of the people Mm. and um, I just think there's something super super powerful about what you guys are doing so I think let's go around the room introduce yourself like as if you were at a party who are you what are you up to and then let's get straight into shout essay okay so so
3: I guess I'll start because I'm on your immediate left so, yeah, Danny k's is my name. Um, for those of you that don't know, I guess I've been a public person in, in the form of a musician for the past two decades in this country. And, yeah, I've been very fortunate and also with a lot of hard work to have kind of had a career that sustained me for this long. Uh, kind of used my platform and profile over the course of that those 20 years to get involved in a bunch of different things. And as you said, um, something that's very near and dear to my heart and my co-founders, Cabellos, is the Shout Foundation. So, you know, uh, I guess picking up on your story, that's exactly what it was. it was. It was about not being a spectator anymore. And I think people with, you know, the ability to an energy to effect some change and to get off the sidelines and enter the field of play should do so. So when we did shout our clarion call, I think to the entertainment community, which kind of led this charge was also on behalf of everyone in the country saying everyone's voice is equally powerful, equally important, mm. equally necessary. Um, and how do you use your influence big or small To make a difference because the collective influence of all of us together, just trying that little bit will make an enormous difference. And Cabello, who will introduce himself next, was a a natural partner for me to do something of this enormity with. And yeah, I'm proud to say shouts now, what, 13, 13 years old? Uh, we'll get into some of what uh, what we do with the, the charity. Hey, there's the audience. <laughs> uh, we'll get into some of what we do, I guess, in a bit. Yeah, that was a long intro, bro. Was it?
2: <laughs> now you rap yours. <laughs>
4: Oh my God. Yo, yo, yo. I've been Elvis. around
3: for too long. <laughs> just like, been much longer, actually.
4: I think that's the thing with getting older. You can never. It's like your CV's long now, Yeah. You can't say, you can't speak for a minute. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah.
4: I'm Kabelo Mabalani. I've also been in the music entertainment space for over two decades now. That's when I met, um, this man over here. And um, yeah, guess through we Danny and I always say, you know, to whom much has been given, much is required. You know, yeah. South Africa has supported our careers, mm-hmm. uh, you know, extensively. And like you said, you know, we've fortunate and privileged enough to have been able to make a career out of what we love, which is music and, and the arts. And, you know, growing up in South Africa, uh, you know, over the past two decades, you know, it's not hard to see that we a country that needs a lot of help, need a lot of support. And, you know, what better way to lend a hand, you know, by using, you know, the profile that you, you've created, that people have helped you create mm. in terms of giving back. And that's just been our kind of MO. Uh, it was the right thing to do when he approached me, what, 13 years ago? to do this thing and it was out of conviction that something must be done. Uh, I think, you know, in this country, we, yeah, there's been many examples of people who have fought for what we enjoy today and uh, for future generations and, you know, we are the future generation that Correct. they were talking about however many years ago, we are duty bound to do the same. And you know, that's our firm conviction. Uh, We do it through Shout. We do it through, you know, this keynote that we've uh, recently launched called Worlds Apart or Partners. And it's really in the spirit of what you said, you know, getting out of the cheap seats and uh, getting into the playing field. Because many, many people have come, you know, have come to me over the past 13 years. Yeah, what you and Danny are doing, you know, I thought of it. You know, I've been thinking about something like this. I've been wanting to do something like this. Recently, even with this world's a that we've launched, yeah, but I've told you that there's been issues in this country, and
3: like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah. you've done
2: nothing. <laughs> exactly. But this is this is the, this is the, the problem. But I can wanna, I just say this?
3: Yeah, Th- that intro was much shorter than mine.
2: <laughs> <laughs> true story. True story oh my gosh not easy cabello <laughs> you're getting slapped yeah <laughs>
3: like,
2: so you clearly have the voice <laughs> well, i thought he
4: said the tone so i thought let me go so.
2: um so let me tell you where i was at when the voice came out okay. yeah it was just after my husband got hijacked okay and it's called he, You're the
4: Voice,
1: actually. Sorry.
2: Yeah, you're the voice. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sorry. I'm so used to. Anyway. And um, the it voice came is the TV out show. and it went fire. Yeah, 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 That's the voice. The problem. Listen, let me not get that wrong. Oh my gosh. Anyway. <laughs> So, um, it was just after my husband was hijacked, and we really went through a hard time because he couldn't talk for three months. Um, he had a, a stroke from the mm. um, post room. Wow. Yeah, mm. it was quite a story. And uh, me, with my little, little salary, because women don't get paid equally.
3: <laughs> Amen. Okay. Very true.
2: Had to sus- sustain our family, and we had to move into a shoebox, and... I was in sales and the only thing that could make me make money was selling. Mm. And your video started going, um, viral and yeah. everybody was talking about it. And I still remember my car. Like on YouTube, I listened to it over and over. And then I downloaded it mm. and I, on iTunes and I listened to it over and over and over. Like, mm. you know. Change. you can change the pages of of your life. And and it was literally, for me, almost like an affirmation and something that really, I think it changed something within me. And I'm not saying it just because you guys are here, but when I saw what you guys are doing at the schools and Mm -hmm. the song came back in my mind because I completely forgot about the song. I took out my guitar last night for the first time in 10 years and I thought maybe I should try and see if I can actually play the guitar and play the song. I was like, oh my God, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> it could be a, a big disaster of career failure. There I go. See and Where's uh Where's the guitar? Is it here? No, were you just going to play it, it to... in your
4: house or you were going to go in a public stage?
2: No, I was going to sing it for you. Oh, cool. I wanted to do that, but it was like, oh no, shivers. I'm going to like really put myself on a like embarrass myself. So I thought maybe I'm going to ask you guys. So oh,
3: you're not getting off that easy. Oh! Yeah, yeah. Where is your guitar? I mean, if you think you are going to get off that easy. That's <laughs> no, no, on. a hot potato past the buck. You're just talking about getting involved, okay. not being a spectator. Exactly. Now you want to be a spectator exactly. and make us sing. Okay. Have the courage of your convictions. We want to hear you flipping sing now, Carmen. Come on.
2: Oh, geez like there we go. hear the voice try and understand it Yeah. make a noise and make it clear Oh yes. oh, oh, oh. oh my God We're not We're gonna sit in silence <laughs> We're not gonna live with fear Oh,
1: oh,
3: oh,
2: oh, 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 oh. Yeah. yeah, you see you
3: could do it. <laughs>
2: Oh antlip, 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 antlip. <laughs> Who gets to do that every day? That
3: was super. Oh, I'm impressed.
2: You know what part of the song really got to me? It was like down the barrel of a gun when this is the only news we hear all the time, like in America and all of that. Anyway.
3: Well, the part that I really love of that song, to be honest, the part that connects and resonates with me is the line, we're all someone's daughter, we're all someone's son. Yes. And I think that is probably the, if you can think of the world along those lines, mm. that everyone is important, everyone is a son, everyone's a daughter, everyone comes from a family, a mm. story, mm. a situation that's unique and relevant, mm. uh, you start looking at people not as nameless, faceless, you know, Nigerians or Zimbabweans Correct. or South Africans or women or, or co-workers, you know, One of the things that Cabello and I speak about in our talk to Corporate South Africa is putting a story and a history to someone's face. Yeah. So, you know, we don't know each other's stories. You know, we don't think that we've got mothers and fathers and Mm. grandmothers and, you know, culture that we come along with. And it all makes us who we are. So that's a lovely line in that song that so I think we overlook is that search for humanity within each other. You mm. know? Um, and, you yeah, a very profound lyric. I mean, uh, that's so and true. that's why that song is actually very special. It has a lot of very, you know, on the surface, it's just like the song. But if you actually analyze those lyrics and your voice and, you know, people, it's a wonderful uh, anthem, really a special, and special
2: song. So true. And the chance to turn the pages over. We can rewrite history. We can. We can. That's- we can absolutely do that.
4: Yeah, and, um, you know, I, my head goes to, you know, one of the many examples of people who just dared to take a stand. You know, yes. you can go to the 1976 student uprising. I mean, those kids who left mm-hmm. class that day, I don't think they, they were changing history, but they didn't know. And I think that speaks to, mm-hmm. you know, an important part of just starting, you mm-hmm. know, work from your convictions. Here we sit, all of us in here, and I guess Danny and I are the subject matter. We started this thing, and Good there number. you were across wherever you were going through whatever you were going through, and we touched the life. I mean, for me, I'm, we've done our job, you know, <laughs> and yeah, I guess it speaks to starting, and you never know where it could end up. Those kids left the classroom. We're still talking about them 40 years later, so true. and they changed the world. They cry, and their their conviction like is resounding across the world. So you never know where you could end up if you just start.
2: So true, and and you know it's just like that whole voice thing again. Like this young lady Greta Thunberg that is like disrupting the whole universe, like with the whole idea of climate change and taking on adults and saying it's you that is leaving us this planet. And and they do the strike where they don't go to school on Fridays yeah. to march against climate change. I don't know if you've seen this young girl, how she took on the World Economic Forum in United Amazing. Nations. Like wow. she's, she started this movement, I think it's in Sweden, or mm. where she's challenging adults mm. to start putting their money where their mouth is. There's mm. um, Bernberg, I don't know, I can't remember his first name. He says, a principle is not a principle until it costs you money. <laughs>
3: So you have to spend or lose, yeah. Yeah. But
2: I mean, think think about it. If you think about, um, oh, we stand for women for being equal and you know equality, but we're not paying them equal. Oh, unless you have to
3: step aside and let a woman take the job, you know.
2: Correct. Then it starts
3: becoming real. Yeah,
2: one hundred percent. I think I really wanted to start talking also about the roles that businesses need to start taking on in helping to stand together and change things, because I also think that. It's very controversial, but I do believe also a lot of businesses have caused a lot of harm. Mm. This whole thing of consumerism, our planet is being destroyed. You know, the corporate world was never invented for women to be in it. So we're still Mm. in that system, and it's old-fashioned business models Mm -hmm. and now we're trying to make Mm -hmm. things fit in and women must lean into an old-fashioned business model as cindy Gallup would say Mm -hmm. and you know we need to completely deconstruct and i look at pablo picasso when he says like the art of creation is the art of destruction Mm -hmm. so you have to literally break things apart to try and see how do we get here let's break it apart and how can you as a business and an organization in marketing start playing a bigger role and being the voice of your consumers and your customers and really try and help make a change if you're going to put fiber optics in santon then at least in timbisa go and do it for free in timbisa so that there's equality because you're going to get make money from the people in santon right
3: Yeah. And I think, uh, you know, I mean, uh, there's a lot to dissect there and and talk on, but at the end of the day, it's, you know, it's about, again, it's simple stuff. It's accessing your humanity. If you're a corporate animal, make money. But if you feel the need to care for, you know, the country, your fellow man, someone who's got less than you, you care to diversify your staff because you want to give people opportunity that previously haven't had it. And you want to do those things. Very often, it just Dithers down to very personal calling choice Mm -hmm. that a CEO can make. He can influence his board. All of those things are very human decisions. And and you can, on the total opposite, make it all about red tape and hide behind bureaucracy and make it not about those things. But you can decide if you're hiring a woman in a management position, you can Mm -hmm. decide if you're hiring a black woman in -hmm. a management position, because that might be the right thing to do. Or you can hide behind you know we've done enough with b e e or we've got our scorecard up let's stop, and i don't want to make that personal choice mm. I think that's that, that's what it comes down to. We do enough work in corporates around diversity and inclusion to have figured out that none of the stuff that really is keeping us apart is rocket science you know mm. there's no so there's true. no the the smartest h r people we've spoken to from some of the biggest academic institutions thought leadership. None of them have come to us because we're playing in the space now with a solution that makes us go, oh, my gosh, aha. There's no aha moment. Mm. It's all just ABC interpersonal. The same thing I would teach my kids, how to treat one another, is the same thing we need to teach adults. I swear. It's It's it's, so so true. Big time. There's nothing. There's no genius at play here. Big time. So, again, all of this stuff is just it's humanity, man. Yeah. It's empathy. It's understanding. Correct. Yeah, correct. That's, what, that's what it's about. You know, like either you care for the, the planet or whatever because you, you care don't. about your kids' kids and are we going to leave them something or you're going to say, let's take it now. And that's the disaster of the past 20 years of corruption in South Africa mm. is that there's no foresight for what our kids' kids going to have. Mm. You know, a yeah. few people are getting really wealthy and enriched now and we're not caring enough about all of us forever. And I think the smartest people have that view. They're like, they're unselfish. Mm. You know, I think it's about that unselfishness and that moral compass we need to find in South Africa again. And uh, there's good people out there. Let me tell you, it's not all lost.
2: Oh, for sure, for sure. It's another
3: thing we we lose sight of is like we think it's all doom and gloom. Mm. It's over. But we meet people day in, day out doing amazing, wonderful things that care.
2: Like yourselves.
3: Like we were in Orange Farm the other day, thank you. We were in mm. Orange Farm at uh, at um, this organization called Africa Tikkun. These people are helping 20,000 kids across the country in after-school centers, teaching them, equipping them with entrepreneurship, with Love leadership. It. I mean, and this is a private organization. Mm. This is private people, you know. It's, yeah. it's incredible.
4: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's as Danny was saying, Now about it being like ABCs, you know, I I mean, I'm a married man. We both married and, um, (laughs) you know, for my relationship to work with my wife, it's not like rocket science stuff. You know, it's like interpersonal stuff. And Mm -hmm. we, we, we practice, we're very familiar with practicing those principles every single day. I mean, he brings it to his kids. You know, there's interpersonal relationships in the household, you know, uh, you know, and maybe let me not spend here thinking of kind of my kids or, or whatever else, you know. And I think we should extend it beyond, you know, the four walls of our houses and into 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 the rest of um the larger community, especially if you have got the wherewithal, you know. Mm. I mean how much I think it's also about you know, understanding how much we need. How much do you need?
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Where does the buck you stuff, know, yeah. like
4: how much do you need? And I think it's that kind of um call it sense checking or that introspection that we really need to get mm. good at in terms of how much we need and if we let go we'll still be okay. Yes. You know? yeah.
2: What are the pitfalls that you think um, businesses fall into when it comes to um, diversity inclusion? What have you seen? I think it's a, I mean
4: I'll bring it back to I'm a recovering drug addict right? so I've been clean for 17 years. Thank you. And there's a lot of and and, I, and I've said this to Danny that a lot of the work that I had to do to be sitting in front of you today was not cool. I had to look at myself in the mirror and actually see like this monster Yeah. and admit that I'm seeing a monster. Mm. And, um, you know, people who knew what to do said, gave me suggestions and I put the suggestions in play. And hence I'm sitting in front of you here today. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't easy. So, where the ball gets dropped is that CEO you know at, at top of the food chain in the corporate say i 'm just for argument 's sake has had an issue, say with black people because of something that happened somewhere mm. and because you know the mirror gets put up to the person mm. you 're having this issue because of that correct now you need to resolve. <laughs> <laughs> that issue mm. and, and I'm not taking away the fact that it hurt you it could have inconvenienced you but you need to get to a point where you change perspective and actually deal with it and only mm. then you can go past it and actually start looking beyond certain things so I think once you start walking into the room and you start talking about diversity and inclusion it's that like people are having to really take a like a hard look at yeah. themselves and it's not easy it's, it's, like it's, a, it's, it's hard thing. work it's like ah, I don't want to deal with this stuff. Yeah. I know I'm a, I know I'm a bigot, you know, and um you know I've been like this for, <laughs> you know, forever and ever. And you know my dad further kind of emphasises, you know, this kind of principle in our household. And if I have to change, now I'm going against my dad, and oh. you know, it's like a lot of work. And people just give, ah, you know what, I'm not getting
2: involved. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you're touching on a very interesting point here, right? Mm. How many times do we adopt values that are not our own?
4: Many times. And For, going against them yes. is the, it's like, oh my God, geez, we've had this in our family. We've done it this way. We've had this viewpoint. And then I see that it's actually wrong. So now yeah. I've got to go against all of this. It's like, I'm not getting involved.
2: That bias, unbiased thing.
3: 100,
2: 100%. Yeah. yeah. I couldn't yeah. have said
4: it
3: better than that. But you know, you have to do this work. Let me tell you, if you're not doing this work, if you've been taught to be a racist by your father and your mother and you carry that in and around you as a South African in 2019, whether you're black or white, Mm. let me tell you, you are going to Mm. implode because time will catch up with you. Mm. That moment in time will catch up with you. And we are going into corporate South Africa saying, guys, you have two very different people they got over the nonsense that separated them that our country put in our way to separate us and we've been able to successfully work together so let's use our lives as a blueprint to try and say what worked for us mm. and show you it can be done you it can be done and yeah as i said you know if you don't it's going to be tough for you in south africa i think you know our kids are going to have to learn to really work with one another we're still kind of far apart and we're living with legacy issues in the country. Mm. But in the next 20 years, when more diversity has happened, more sharing of the power, you know, if you are not comfortable working with a white South African, a black South African, a colored South African. A woman. uh, A woman. Yes. It is going to be a tough place for you. So this is like life skill
4: (laughs) 101. And I mean, that movement, uh, I'm so excited because. Which movement? No, I'm just saying Uh, uh, the feminist movement. it, It excites me. Because I'm used to doing the work, or rather, let me say, because I know I have to do the work, mm. there's also some kind of preconceived, you know, uh, uh, um, beliefs that I yeah. have that get challenged pertaining to women. Mm. And, but because I know the work needs to be done, I adapt very quickly. Mm. So now the next frontier is someone who, who can't. Yeah. And if you don't, like Danny said, you know, it's gonna, and especially in the advent, we find ourselves in our country right now with the gender based yeah. violence and the femicide. Yeah. If you're a man and you can't work with a woman or understand kind of, you know, this, this, this space, you know, that we're going into rightfully. So, I mean, you, yeah. y- y- you're in trouble. Yeah, you know,
2: I have a story to tell you. So sure. last week I was supposed to appear on a radio station. I'm not going to name them because it's not about naming and shaming. And I was supposed to go on about equality can't wait. And it's that movement from Mel- uh, Melinda Gates. Mm. Now, one very important thing is all this abuse. Everybody says, why don't you just walk away from the relationship? But... Mm. Women are held at economic ransom because they're not being paid equally. So Mm. how can you expect? And then they have to take Mm. the kids and protect Mm. the kids. And I can tell you in my family and in my friend's family and Mm. women that I am, that I know now cannot leave because they're under economic ransom. Of course, yeah. Now, I got called half an hour before I was supposed to leave home to go to the studio and said, listen, Robert Mugabe died. The whole day is dedicated to Robert Mugabe. And listen, Mm. did I promise you, I said, I hope (laughs) that the conversation is going to be about changing rather than all the bad crap that he's done to people because under his regime, so many people died and look at what's happened. And I was kind of disgusted that he gets airtime for even for the bad that he's done. Rather, if I was a network, I would say, let's get people in the room and how can we change that regime? How can we change, change that rather than talking about all the bad things that he's done? People don't want to be reminded of the bad things. We want to look at positive things and things that, that can enable us to, and empower us to bring the change, be the change that you want to see in the world. I think it's,
4: it's a human condition. Mm. And I don't know where it stems from. You know, we, we thrive on, you know, on negativity. I mean, just the other day I was on a TV station and I actually, st- up to pause, and uh, well, one of the kind of newscasters who, who's on the news channel pretty much the whole day, you know, saying all the stuff. Mm. Robert McCabe, gender-based violence, femicide, uh, they're burning the shop there, they kill this person. This person is saying this stuff the whole day. And I actually stopped. I was like, first of all, I hope this person gets a debrief. Like, to, like therapy like therapy, <laughs> <laughs> sure. you know. Because what is it about us that just likes kind of telling the stuff, and you know, we don't make room for you know women to come into a space to talk about equality and how we can fix it, but we like it's a shutdown. It's Robert Mugabe, and you know, we're going to talk about kind of all the bad stuff that he has done. You know, yeah. I, I don't know what it is about about the human condition that I, just thrives on that. But I think
3: you know. Just listening to you, comment, I think it's okay to talk about the bad. Yeah. Provided, you know, you, you balance it with… But we don't. Yeah, but I'm saying. Hmm. So, like, if you, you know, let them talk about, you know, people that thought Robert was a fantastic president, people that thought he was… And then have a discussion about, you know… Some solutions for the things that went wrong and how we can learn from, how we can learn from it. You know, so yes, how many people, you know, what could have been done differently in Zimbabwe Mm. over the years in an effort to say, how do we not let history repeat itself Mm. in Mm. Zimbabwe or South Africa or anywhere in the world? You know, like, like reflection on, on the past is, is is beneficial if it's balanced with some solutions. Mm. And that's where you joining the argument on the station that day could have been, you know, for women, you know, what were women's rights looking like in Zimbabwe yeah. over the past yeah. 50 years? You know? yeah. And then say, well, we find ourselves now in South Africa where that women's rights is again, a bone of contention, you know, yeah. and women can wait. Exactly. And yeah. let's, uh, let's talk about these things mm-hmm. in reference to Zimbabwe and Robert Mugabe's role. Yeah. So yeah, as Gabelo says, I think, but you know, the media is, not a perfect system in any sense and uh, yeah we you know that's no, sort of- I I
2: I, to- I totally agree with you I mean like also something Cabello that you've said that's really resonating with me and I mean like I'm very like open and stuff like that so I speak about my life because somewhere out there somebody can relate so So, yes, I've gone through the whole sexual abuse thing and I'm from from the age of three years old. But my memory blocked it out. And for the first time on the Matt Brown show, I announced, like, okay, right, I'm actually going to write a book about this whole thing. Mm. But um, my memory came back in the past year because there were triggers that happened that caused it to come back. But I've had nightmares about it at the age of 22. And I I could always see, but I I never knew. Mm. But the subconscious... Thing that happened with me is this this whole element of trust and this thing with men like mm. like ah, like mm. you know of almost course. like like angry but I don't know why I'm so angry mm. like that kind of thing so it required of me to start going through my own process of transformation and to see that not all men are bad mm. and that there are some great men out there and the mentors that I currently have are men
1: mm.
2: and they're lifting up and empowering me in such great ways. And I think there was a, a, a thing that my life coach did with me, which was quite phenomenal. She said, I want you to take that, okay? Go and write a journal. Write it on a piece of paper what your feelings are and what this person's done. Wada, wada, wada. Write it down and roll up this piece of paper. Go and stand against a tree. Take your shoes off and have your feet on the soil, right? Take a lighter and burn it and have your feet on the soil. Mm. And while you're doing that, close your eyes and imagine the umbilical cord in front of you, have a pair of scissors with you and cut that cord. Mm. And I did that. Mm. And for me, that was such a profound moment because in that moment I realized, you know what? We all have the ability to change our views. Mm. We all have the ability to dig deep inside and bubble with love and bubble with care. And I think that this is the thing is it's like, as, as I say, beautiful flowers grow in shit. So.
3: Yeah, but you have to deal <laughs> with that stuff, you know. You have to face,
2: you know, that
4: I mean, you know, it's a, it shows, it's taken a lot of strength, you know, for you to go through that. Now bringing it back to the kind of stuff that people need to face every day in mm. corporate South Africa, making decisions that yes. help propel us forward. It's not going to, it's not easy. Mm-mm. You find that. You know, there's someone, you know, sitting on top of the food chain who's experienced exactly the same yeah. thing as you. Yeah. But because this part hasn't been dealt with, they can't seem to, you know, have the much needed care, you know, to change policy and uh, bring about, you know, positive change.
3: That's why we, you know, when you tell your stories, I mean, that's yes. a tough story to tell, you know, but if I know that happened to you, I understand maybe why. Being in close proximity to a man or reporting to a man in the office is tough for you. Sure. Or, yeah. I, hear, or I know Cabello's an ex, uh, addict and I know why at the uh, Christmas party he's antisocial mm. because mm. drinking when everyone's mm, drunk sure. is, mm. is, is, uh, is tough for him. Mm. Now I start understanding I get that. people better, um. you know? And if you share your stories and you share your vulnerabilities, and it's tough to do that. I mean, what you just said right now Jeez. is is a very, very brave thing to do. Mm. You know that requires enormous strength and mm. reflection and power, mm. power. And people just don't find mm. that power. Yeah. you know, at, at, to find that. I is read in the,
4: somewhere it says vulnerability is underpinned by courage.
2: Yes, Brené <laughs> Brené Brown. I can't remember. Yes, <laughs> I was just about to say that. <laughs> Give me a father. Oh, my name, my name sweet sorry i just dropped the mic Let's. That was a mic drop <laughs> okay so let's um, wrap this one up if you could think of five things corporate can start doing immediately that can impact positive change what would it be
3: well i'll do two cabello can do three
2: okay okay <laughs> so,
3: uh, we, we're not gonna be able to do 10
1: <laughs> so we
3: probably could do 10 but we need more time to think so what could they do i think Commitment to leading the process by senior management is probably step number one. So real involvement and passion mm. and, you know, by, by like the, the tops of businesses, I think filters down because again, you know, the fish rots from the head down. It so, can yeah. also, it can also, you know, to get fixed from the head down. The second thing I'll say, and then I'll pass it to Cabello is, <laughs> is, um, I think they can provide opportunities and forums for staff members to really tell each other's stories. And I'm not saying like, um, you know, just at the drinks after work or at the (laughs) Christmas party because those are never Mm. appropriate places because everyone there is talking about anything else other than themselves and they're shooting the breeze. I'm talking about real like, guys, on a Tuesday between 9 and 10, you're going to break off into groups of two. And I want you to just draw the home that you grew up in. Tell us what happened there.
2: Oh, my. You know, do something like that.
3: Just little things like that. We do these drills in corporate. We won't tell you all of the stuff we do. But, uh, we, you know, bring people, again, to just see the humanity in one another. And then everyone has a story and a past. And everyone's special and important.
2: I love that. That's amazing. Um, three ball.
4: <laughs> <laughs> My head goes to, uh, you know, you, I guess we also got to be cognizant of businesses' core business. You know, they've got Correct. to focus on kind of core business, you know, in terms of what makes their money. But, you know, yeah, put more effort in partnering with, you know, people who are actually doing the craft on the ground and get behind those people. Obviously, you know, put processes in place that vet that these people are legit. I know we've got a fantastic product, like just case in point, but uh, there has been uptake, but there's been, it hasn't been as uh, kind of forthcoming as I thought it would have, especially taking into consideration that we know without a shadow of a doubt that we're Mm. dealing with the hectic diversity and inclusion issues in in our country. So, so true. So, yeah, it's just kind of put their money where their mouth is. Uh, I've only got one. eh?
2: Is it? That's Mm. it. Okay. Number one. Um, let me think. Maybe I can bring one to the table. I think, um, obviously a principle is not a principle unless you put money behind sure. it. Um, I truly believe that. I think. I also think that we need to start embracing. Um, I, I know there's so many corporates has been going out there with diversity inclusion, and now women get all this education, and it's like, okay, mm. you know, let's train you up. But I think what we need to start doing is put programs in place where men and women are cross-pollinating mm-hmm. because I almost find it women are not stupid. Mm-hmm. We also have a lot that we can bring to the table. So it's almost like a cross-pollinated mentorship program mm-hmm. between a woman and a man mm-hmm. to better understand how each other works, like you've mentioned. I also think that... um context um i believe in the truth and the reconciliation what was done when madiba came into into play if you really want to fix something you need to understand the history of it and i think history sessions needs to be held because people sure. are always like why is, why, we, why do women get a woman's day why why is there not a, not a men's day and there is a men's day but it's not a public holiday um those are the questions
4: when is the official day do you know of Men, men's
2: day, I will check it out. Uncle Google. I've, I've never there, heard of men's
4: day. I think men's there, is day. One. there
2: is one because uh, 19th of November, I think. Okay, so so you can do something in time, but um, it's having a truth and reconciliation and understand why women were completely written out of the history books. Mm. They have you watched Hidden Figures? Hidden Figures, yes,
4: yes, I have. So, oh, yeah.
2: They couldn't put their name on the work that they've done. Mm. It was a man that would write down yeah. and their supervisor or their, yeah. their manager and they didn't get the credit mm. for the work that they've done. So, mm. um, that, that is something that. They
4: put that, the man on the moon.
2: They put the man but on the we moon. Didn't, we they didn't, didn't get hear about the, it. We didn't mm. hear about it. And I think it's important to put things in context because I think history gets lost. And there's also like when Madiba came out, um, of jail, I remember being at school and we had, had assembly and they said to us, we're not allowed to come to school the next day because Mandela's being released and I was like who's Mandela? <laughs> I didn't know who he was. Sure. So history doesn't teach you everything that you need to do so there needs to be a sense of curiosity I mm. think and we need to teach curiosity in each other and mm. each other's cultures. I don't mm. know much about the Zulu culture mm. and the Songa mm. cultures and mm. the Khozas and, mm-hmm. and all of that. So mm-hmm. it, it's important that we start learning from each other and each other's cultures. I Very think
4: true. That's very, the very one true. thing
2: that we'd like. But, guys, it's been so great. I think it's time for us to do a little bit of a game. First of all, before that, where can people get hold of you?
4: Um, you can follow us on our social networks. I mean, on Twitter and Instagram, at Gabulumabalani. Mabalani.
3: Yeah, Danny K. J23.
2: Yep. Why J23?
3: They'll find us. It's the name of my business. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's actually his brother's name. The, it's a long story.
2: <laughs> oh, my God. Well, if companies companies are um, going to work with you, um, that's where they can reach no. you? Or In do you fact, have a website?
3: diversity101.co.za. Yeah.
2: Diversity101.co.za. Okay. Mm-hmm. All of you guys, um, get ready because we're going to let Barry Yilton give you instruction, but I'm going to bend the rules. Okay. You have to give the wrong answers, not the right answers. Ectic. A- okay.
3: Hello, my cousins. It's Barry Hilton here, and welcome to the Carmen (laughs) Murray Show. Have I got something lacquer to show you? I've got a game that I've invented called Smart Ask. Yes, can you be a smart ask? I'm sure you can. Most of us are smart askers, but this game, it's quite simple. It's split up into six categories. There's nine cards on each category. Every card has six questions. The dealer chooses the question, and all you have to do is answer Three questions correctly to win the game. Is that easy? Yeah. Well, all of the answers <laughs> are in multiples of three. So let's get ready to play the game. On your marks, get it, go.
2: Scales of music.
4: Z H and I. Okay,
2: no. magazines that have been banned.
3: Drum Trump. magazine. John was banned. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Mother Goose Nursery Rhymes. <laughs> you guys are supposed to go, Mother Goose Nursery? Sh- no idea. Mother well, Goose yes, Nursery is be the wrong answer. Yeah,
3: oh, make so it up. Oh,
4: oh, I can't get no satisfaction.
3: That's so bad. Uh,
4: <laughs> <laughs> Shibobo. Sh- Shout, let it all out. Uh, uh-huh. Um, we did three. Yeah, Shibobo. Okay, tabloids. Tabloids. Mail and Melan Guardian. Well, it is a tabloid these days, yeah. is
2: <laughs> 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 Mad Magazine. Mail and
4: Guardian, Mad Magazine, and uh, Spider-Man.
2: Woody Allen plays.
3: Uh figures uh, Mission Impossible (laughs) and uh I don't know, blood diamond.
2: Words that rhyme with bra.
3: Um Cheese dog
2: door. Oh my god types of surgery.
3: Haircut Um Brushing your teeth. Yeah
2: (laughs) Brushing your teeth. Well it's not a type of surgery, (laughs) huh? Oh my gosh, that, that was so tricky. much fun. It was tricky. Guys, I really enjoyed having you in studio and I really, um, please keep me posted. I also want to try and see how we can collaborate and I can sure. get you involved with some corporates. Thanks, Tom. Um, Awesome. You guys are rock stars and keep on doing the good work.
4: Cool. Thank you so
0: Thank much you for having to you. Cheers. Cheers. Bye.
2: Bye.
0: You've been listening to The Carmen Murray Show, another solid gold podcast. Please take a moment to rate and share this episode with friends and colleagues who love customer experience and marketing just as much as you do. To connect with Carmen, visit CarmenMurray.com where you will find links to her business services, future fit events, and biz community articles. Carmen Murray is CEO of Uya Modern Marketing Services that empower businesses to deliver premium customer experiences, B2B. B2C and B2B2C across all industries. Some of these services include research, CX strategy, persona development and customer journey mapping, CX audits, UX audits, and the connected marketer training in connected customer experiences, mobile, data management, and AI. You've been listening to another episode from the Solid Gold Podcast Studios.